And a good afternoon. Welcome to Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Coming up, the first forecast this winter from the Saskatchewan Water Security Agency calls for below normal runoff this spring. Agri-News is brought to you by the Remax Blue Chip Realty Ag Team of Marcel DeCorby and Graham Toth, online at landforsalesask.ca. And McDougall Auctioneers Ag Division. Choose the alternative. McDougall Auctioneers for guaranteed results. Online at mcdougallauction.com. The Water Security Agency is projecting a below-normal spring runoff across southern Saskatchewan this year. The agency says the outlook is based on dry conditions in the summer and fall of 2017, combined with below-normal winter precipitation so far. However, the preliminary spring runoff forecast says the potential could change because there is another possible 8 to 10 weeks of winter remaining. But the forecast says it would take well above average precipitation in February, March and April to produce an above average spring runoff within southern areas of the province. Many surface water lakes and reservoirs are at below average levels due to low rainfall throughout 2017. With below or well below normal runoff expected, the Water Security Agency says water supply shortages will intensify and expand across southern Saskatchewan. There could be some water supply issues for municipalities and irrigators if conditions remain dry into the summer months. An updated forecast will be released next month. The Western Canadian Wheat Growers is calling on Ottawa to take a harsh stand against the bread price-fixing cartel. Wheat Growers Chair Jim Wickett says consumers may have paid, been cheated of billions of dollars by the companies which conspired to raise bread prices. We want some real concrete action done. I mean, it, these companies, you know, there's estimates that they uh, they have overcharged in the billions of dollars. This is 15 years of price fixing. They've been caught now and, and they're cooperating, which is a way to get out from underneath maybe some charges. But, you know, we want the government to do some concrete action on this. They talk a big story about protecting the middle class and, you know, the middle class and and that bread is a staple in most houses. So when you see it overcharging like that, that's what the government's for. Do you have any specific action you'd like the government to take? Well, no, just through the Competition Act, I think there's some pretty firm things that they can do. And, and we're just, we're asking them to, let's not have these guys negotiate down to something, uh, to a lesser plea. This is a very important thing. And, you know, I've seen estimates at $1.50 a loaf over 15 years. So that's a lot. On another topic, you're upset or worried that Canadian pasta manufacturers have initiated charges of dumping by pasta makers in Turkey and that the federal government may allow a pasta tax on Turkish imports. But you're fighting that? Yeah, we don't think that's really there. I mean, not all of the pasta companies have joined in, just the three that have not spent any money on their own plants. They're very inefficient at old. The ones that did have got new and modern plants did not join this action so there's just three of them and we don't think that you know the canadian consumer should be forced to pay more just so that a couple of old inefficient plants in eastern canada can keep operating it's around 10 million dollars worth of pasta and the agri-trade to turkey is 500 million so why would we jeopardize 500 million for 10 million dollars worth of pasta you know a couple of plants in that don't feel like spending some money on improving the mar- their own production practices. Why should the consumer have to subsidize that? You see the federal government needing to move beyond protectionism and ensure free markets are strengthened to help the middle class? 
Absolutely. I, I think this is uh, just, you know, this is somebody that's trying to use government to prop up their industry. When you think about it, like a company like AGT buys Durham in Western Canada, ships it all the way around the world, makes pasta, and then ships it all the way back around the world. And these guys are claiming that, that it's cheaper, so that that's not a right. Well, you know what? The guys that have improved their plants and do have modern efficient plants they're not on the list complaining so i think that's that says a lot about that statement and the other thing is is we take western canadian durham into turkey and it's made into pasta and it's also moved into other markets in the world where canadian pasta isn't going and into some high value ones so we we really need to move with this and and we need to continue this open borders and that we're asking the government to just throw this out. It, it will do nothing for Western Canada. Jim Wickett farms at Rosetown and is chair of the Western Canadian Wheat Growers Association. This portion of Saskatchewan Agriculture Today is brought to you by Degelman Industries. Look to Degelman for the most reliable, dependable, engineered tough equipment on the market. The Vice President of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture welcomes the reappointment of Lyle Stewart as the Minister of Agriculture in Saskatchewan. Norm Hall of Winyard is hoping Stewart will oversee budget deliberations this winter, which will not see any reduction in funds for the agriculture portfolio. We're pleased that he's back in. Having a farmer there and actually me traveling across the country and seeing how many provinces do not have a farmer in that position is, is extremely important for us. But for what he should be working on, I guess there's maintaining our budget. We see that the new premier is saying it's going to be a tight budget again and being able to maintain the budget and make sure that the driver of the economy is taken care of and just so that our business risk management programs and the non-BRM programs are fully funded and that we're not losing any services. On another topic, Norm, we've had the NAFTA talks. It doesn't sound like we've got much news what came out of Montreal. Montreal, and now they're moving to Mexico. Your thoughts on the NAFTA talks? Well, I was in Montreal, and we were updated twice a day by the uh, Canadian negotiators. And they're assuring us that all of the small things that, that uh, you know, the small changes are, that uh, need to take place are taking place in agriculture. There's a couple big things that the Americans are holding out on, but it's not really agriculture that's holding this deal up. It's some of the poison pills that the Americans are throwing at it, such as the dispute resolution mechanism. The Americans want to see it move into their American courts, and that's not going to sit well with us. That's Chapter 19, as well as the sunset clause. What business is going to invest in any money in any of the countries if this trade rules could end in five years or, or less? And it's just not good trade business. But farmers, of course, have been pushing to ensure we get NAFTA because it's so important for farm trade. Yes. We met with the American Farm Bureau. We did a tour back in April and met with five different trading states that are huge traders with Canada and in all commodities, fruit and veggie, beef, grain, dairy, and all of them were of the same mind as us, that uh, NAFTA is nothing but good for agriculture and, and it must be maintained. So they are pushing on their politicians and their president to ensure that NAFTA stays effective in, in all countries. Now on another topic, Norm, I understand that Friday is what the Canadian Federation of Agriculture is called Food Freedom Day. Just what's that all about? Well, what it means is, and it's one day later this year than last year. In 2016, the average person paid 10.7% of their income to put food on their table for the whole year of their disposable income. This year, it's gone up a little. It's It's gone up to 11%. But so that means Friday, February 9th, the average wage earner has earned enough money to pay for their food 
for a whole year by uh, February 9th. I guess the point is to show what, Norm? Well, it's saying that food is very inexpensive in North America. You go across to uh, many European countries and that number starts creeping up between 25 and 50 percent. And you get into some other world countries and they're up in that 60 to 70 percent range. So we've got it pretty darn good here in Canada. It shows the consuming public that farmers are really a bargain when it comes to what they're paying them. Oh, yes, yes. And we're proud to do it. We're proud to be feeding the people of Canada and the world. And we just hope people know what a good deal they're getting when it comes to food in Canada. Norm Hall farms at Winyard and is vice president of the Canadian Federation of Agriculture and past president of APAS. Market Update is brought to you by Scott Bjornsson of Hall as Wealth. Call 1-800-284-9999 for more information or to book a free consultation with the office of Scott Bjornsson Hall as Wealth. Scotia Capital Inc. is a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and the Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada. Market Update also brought to you by Flamin Sales in Saskatoon, Southie, Prince Albert, Yorkton and Swan River. Visit Flamin.com. Grain prices at Viterra were mixed in early trading this morning. Canola gained 80 cents at 474.84. Oats fell a dollar 47 at 162.20. Number one red spring wheat went up 25 cents at 238.16. The rest were unchanged. Durham 265.61. Feed barley 177.63. Flax 463.68. Yellow peas 236.37. Feed wheat. 136.48. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, March spring wheat is up two and three quarter cents at 6.15 and a quarter cents a bushel. The livestock quotes are brought to you by the Assiniboia and Weyburn Livestock Auctions. Call Assiniboia 642-5358 or Weyburn 842-4574. This is the market report for the Weyburn Livestock Exchange for the week of February 6th. Weyburn didn't have a regular sale last week. It was the Cinnaboy's turn. Heiferet sold from $1.30 to $1.42. D1 and D2 cows sold from $0.82 cents to $0.92. Cents. D3 cows sold from $0.50 cents to $0.80. Cents. Counter cows sold from $0.10 cents to $0.40. Cents. And Good Butcher Bulls sold from $0.91 cents to $1.10. We had a pre-story calf and yearling sale here in Weyburn yesterday. The market has jumped up a couple cents from the previous week. 300 to 400 pound steers averaged $2.48 and sold up to $2.54. 400 to 450 pound steers averaged $2.44 and sold up to $2.48. 450 to 500 pound steers averaged $2.39 and sold up to $2.48. 500 to 550 pound steers averaged $2.32 and sold up to $2.43. 550 to 600 pound steers averaged $2.26 and sold up to $2.35. 600 to 650 pound steers averaged $2.12 and sold up to $2.28. 650 to 700 pound steers averaged $2 and sold up to $2.22. 700 to 800 pound steers averaged $1.86 and sold up to $2.02. 800 to 900 pound steers averaged $1.78 and sold up to $1.85. Heifers are about 25 to 30 cents back from the steers. Some of the highlights from the sale were a load of 500 pound grasser steers at $2.43 a pound, a group of 550 pound tan steers at $2.35 a pound, a load of 600 pound tan steers at $2.28 a pound, 
a load of 650-pound tan steers at $2.22 a pound, a load of 700-pound tan steers at $2.02 a pound, a load of 780-pound Angus steers at $1.85 a pound, a load of 800-pound exotic steers at $1.85 a pound, and a load of 900-pound exotic steers at $1.77 a pound. This has been Stephanie Digg reporting from the Weyburn Livestock Exchange, the market that gets the cattle and the prices too. And now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 5,300 hogs Wednesday, selling a range of 166 to 167 per CKG. Today's sales expected to be around 6,300 heads, selling a range of 164 to 167 per CKG. Ham's cash hog price today is down, and forward contract prices opened down this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down 11 basis points with the daily exchange rate at 1.2546. The Canadian dollar is currently trading at 79.90 cents U.S. U.S. cash markets pulled back in yesterday's trade, losing about $1 U.S. 100 weight and most of the gains that accrued over the last week. Yesterday, the final U.S. export numbers were released for 2017 and showed 6% more pork sold to export markets than in 2016. The value of all pork exports rose 9% compared to the year previous, which suggests export demand growth from 2016 to 2017. However, summer month lean hog futures fell to their lowest level since October 2017 in yesterday's trade, with heavy influence from the stock and commodity markets, and seemingly no positive influence from the confirmation of record 2017 exports. Coming up, the farm weather forecast. The official 620 CKRM farm weather is brought to you by Raymore, Yorkton and Watrous, New Holland, working hard to keep more jingle in your jeans. And brought to you by Shepherd Realty in Regina, specializing in farm and ranch real estate in Saskatchewan. Call Harry Shepherd at 352-1866. The 620 CKRM farm weather forecast for today, mainly cloudy. Wind from the 15 kilometer per hour range, the high minus 18, the wind chill minus 31. The low minus 29 tonight with a wind chill of minus 39. It's going to be cold tonight. Friday, sunny skies. Wind west 20, increasing to 40, gusting to 60 near noon tomorrow. The high Friday, minus 14. The wind chill minus 38. The low minus 20. Saturday, sunny and windy with a high of minus 9 and the low minus 22. Sunday, sunny and turning cooler again with a high of minus 14. Chance of evening flurry Sunday, the low minus 18. Monday, cloudy, 70%. Chance of flurries, the high minus 11, the low minus 20. Tuesday, sunny, the high minus 12, the low minus 17. Wednesday, partly cloudy, and the high minus 8. So it's supposed to be cold below normal for most of the coming week, although the weekend will be very close to normal. The normal high is minus 8, the normal low minus 20. The sun rose at 8.23 and sets at 6.03 tonight. Around the province, we have Estevan at minus 20. Saskatoon is also minus 20. Swift Current, minus 19. Weyburn is minus 20. Yorkton, minus 21. In Regina, with cloudy skies, it's minus 20. That's four below Fahrenheit. Winds are from the north-northeast at 18, gusting to 30, giving a wind chill right now of minus 30 degrees. Humidity is 79%. And the barometer is rising. It's at 103.4. Cloudy in Moose Jaw, minus 21. Winds are from the north, northwest at 4. Once again, Regina, cloudy and minus 20. That's 4 below Fahrenheit. Not much different from the hot spot in Saskatchewan this hour. It's Valmarie in the southwest. It's a hot spot at minus 16. Once again, Regina, minus 20. That's 4 below Fahrenheit. That's Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. I'm Jim Smalley. Good afternoon and good farming.